Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What's up, Stronger Business community? We are back in the Stronger Business studio this week. God, I'm excited about today's guest. We're going to have some fun. We're going to learn a lot about business, uh, the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. My guest today, he has done a little bit of everything. He's mostly been a W-2 employee at a high level for most of his career. Now he's transitioned full-time into the business space. James Argo with our Oconee Gold Barbecue Sauce. Welcome to the podcast, man. Appreciate it, Chad. Look forward to to talking to you. Man, I am pumped about today. And listen, before we even kick off talking about your journey, your story, uh, the barbecue sauce, the brand, I'm going to tell you, what, we met about a week ago, Mm -hmm. talking about some tax stuff, do some things. You bought me, brought me a bottle of barbecue sauce. Yep, Oconee Gold Original. Yes, sir. And I'm going to be honest. I am not some huge barbecue sauce like connoisseur. I I may have the last time I put barbecue sauce on something has been at least six months ago. Like I'm just not I'm not a huge barbecue fan, and I'll tell you why. I have this rant. This is really random. We're going a random direction this morning. That's all right. I have this random deal where I got bit by a tick, and I have yes. something called Alpha Gal. I have a good buddy that has the exact no same way. thing, and, he, and I'm going to involve him in the story. So oh, no way. Okay, yes, all right, yes, all right. Yes, yes, so, yes. so I can't eat beef or pork. I'm right. allergic to any beef, pork, any any mammal-type protein. And so because of that, I just stay away from barbecue and right. barbecue sauce. But you brought that bottle in, and I was like, oh, this is nice. This is a nice gift. I'm probably not, you know, I'm probably not going to try this. And just to you be You were honest, very gracious when you received and, it. And I was happy, and I'm like, it was really nice, and I appreciate getting gifts. It makes me feel good. And I'm like, you know, I'm sure it's good. But at the end of the day, it's barbecue sauce, which I don't eat that often, and it's barbecue sauce from Oconee County. How great can this really <laughs> be? Dude, I tried it when I got home. No joke. The bottle is gone within a nice. week. You can ask my wife. So we have an older lab who my wife treats like a king. Like he's 14 and a half. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. you know, in those later years. My wife my wife buys him food from Fresh Market. So he gets rotisserie chicken. Oh, yeah. I stole my dog's rotisserie chicken <laughs> just so I could eat the barbecue awesome. sauce on it. Man, it is truly. Like, I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this because you're sitting here. I'm not saying this because we're on this podcast. It is the best barbecue awesome. sauce I have ever had in my whole life. I I am to not even be a barbecue sauce fan. I am hooked, dude. I, I'm like dipping stuff in it. That's like it's great. Amazing. I so, love hearing it. So man, I like <laughs> truly will be a customer for life. Awesome. And and this is not some plug just because you're sitting here. So right. so yeah, it kind of fills you in on my experience of your sauce, your brand, and you brought me the original, right? That's right. That's it's like right. a mustard base. Yeah. So all of our sauces are actually mustard based. Well, I say that they're all mustard based. They all have a tin of mustard into them, hence the gold part mm-hmm. of it. Um, you know, it's, it's, and I'll go ahead and jump into it if you're good. Let's do it. Lead uh, in. You know, I've been making the sauce for, uh, since 2000. Um, you can ask my buddies in college. Oh, you're 20 you years know. into this thing. Uh, well, I'm 20 years making the sauce, <laughs> not selling the sauce. <laughs> big difference there. Huh? Big difference. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah. So I, you can ask my buddies in college. I, 
you know, we'd, we would uh, get something, and I would always come up with some weird sauce that, that usually tended up tended to be pretty good. I like food, so, it, you know, it was easy to do. But, uh, yeah, I've been making this for a while. Um, a good buddy of mine um, during the pandemic, uh, you know, his name is Chris Cagle. Him and his brother Casey Cagle, they both kind of talked me into selling the sauce. Well, Chris is the one that has the, the tick issue. No way. Just got so it. So people have never heard of this. So it's the fact crazy. That you know, yeah. And I thought he was I thought he was full of crap, honestly. I was like, <laughs> God, you must hate because every time I try to make him brisket or ribs or yeah, something, he's, he's like, like he's like, I can't, I'll get sick. I'm like, you're so full of shit, man. But <laughs> but regardless anyway so he's so he had to see that's the way i feel at restaurants oh I feel, yeah i feel like i'm like i had to cut people put bacon in everything yeah so i have to absolutely. always ask and i hate it i know like servers and stuff are like he's so full of shit yeah like, he just doesn't he's just some vegetarian or something yeah yeah it's and yeah. it's it's just crazy it's a it's something i never heard of but anyway so chris and casey were we're uh, we're actually in, in Chris's swimming pool and had a, a few a few beers and they knew that I'd always bring the sauce over to any cookout that we ever had and he's uh-huh. like man you could easily sell it you know because we were all talking about you know the world shut down what can I do you know we we're I'm sitting on my butt at home what can I do at the time I was in telecommunications I've, I had actually been in telecommunications for about 22 years uh-huh. um, but he talked me into it. He said, just make me a case. So I made him 12 of them in 32-ounce mason jars, obviously, because <laughs> uh, I had them. I love it. Um, I gave them to him. He had them, he had them moved within a week. He was like, see, it was no problem to sell it. Um, <laughs> You're selling barbecue sauce like moonshine. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Fast forward to that was in 2020 and then uh, 2021 and I had been selling it by word of mouth. I, you know, a bottle here, a bottle there. Fast forward to 2021, another buddy. And before I get into my story, I have been completely supported by my buddies. I mean, (laughs) I mean, they, they, I guess they can talk me into anything, but, but completely supported by my buddies. And I have a great group of friends and I'm in a great community, so it, it, it made it easy. But another buddy of mine, um, Russ Tanner, has a huge fireworks and brisket Yeah, deal. Russ is, I mean, Russ is posting something about meat every Dude, week. Dude, and he, like, let me tell you, he makes that fire brisket. And I'm going to tell you, it is good. <laughs> anyway, so he does a big Bishop Bash, and he, I don't know how many, how much money he and the folks spend on fireworks, but it's a... It's a legit professional show, right? So I knew there was going to be a ton of people there. I was, and I was like, Russ, just let, let me just bring some bottles of the sauce and and maybe I can sell a few, you know, yeah. just just on the side. Um, this is 2021. Well, he has a big Bishop Bash or whatever. And so I go and start selling them. Do you have a and name? Are you calling it Oconee Gold? I'm calling Gold? it Oconee Gold. Okay, In fact, so that's it. how that's one of the things that got developed after many beers in the pool with Chris and Casey Kate. <laughs> they there's some fun as fart naming oh, yeah, something. Absolutely. And and uh, you know, Chris will Chris will tell you that he was the one who named it, and I don't know about that. He helped name it. Let's just say that, right? Fair enough. Um anyway, we're so so we get to the big bishop bash. I start selling some some sauce. Um from I, I bottled it in these bottles I got off of Amazon. Um, anytime, and they were squeeze bottles. I always wanted it to be squeeze bottles because too much came out when you poured the mason jar. So the problem with these Amazon bottles, though, is every time you turn it over and squeeze, the lid flies off. 
Now that's so all of it. Oh, all of it comes off. Now that's good for me because that means people are going to buy more sauce. But uh, but so so then fast forward to to uh, November of the following year, I decided to build a website, and um, my 14 year old she wasn't 14 at the time, but she talked me into to getting on Instagram. I think it was so she could get her own Instagram account. Um, started pushing stuff on Facebook and Instagram and my website. And, um, you know, I did that for about well, a year. All right, question for you Ask there. It. Were you just randomly doing stuff, or were you, like, going to Google search or taking online courses of how no, to do some of this stuff or how to courses. build a web? You're just like, I just figured this so out So I went through Squarespace and, and you know <laughs> – yeah, I haven't always, you know, I've always done barbecue, but I was in telecommunications for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, see you. So yeah. I, I had a little bit of IT experience. Yeah, you know right? your way around the little business bit. side. Not, a, not yeah. as, a, as a website builder, but Squarespace yeah. made it pretty easy for me. Um, went on there, and it was, you know, honestly, it was pretty janky after I finished <laughs> it. You could go on and order stuff, that's you for sure. Buy, you could buy something. But you ain't else. getting a lot of content on that bad boy. <laughs> Um, so, so we, you know, we went and, uh, we got that going. Um, and then fast forward to September of 2022, after I've been selling it by word of mouth, I would get orders, um, did Christmas promotions, things like that. People around the area were like, wow, this is great barbecue sauce. They liked it. Um, then we get September and, and I got contacted by my local uh, Stripling's General Store in Bogart. Yeah. They're like, hey, we've had lots of people come in and ask about this. You know, are you interested in selling? And at that point, you know, I was pretty, I mean, I was pretty immersed into a job um, where it was going to be pretty tough to do everything. Okay. Um, at the time, I'm still making it on my own. You do this in your kitchen? In my wife's kitchen, and boy, <laughs> she hated it. Now, I did get better at cleaning. But still, I mean, I've never been in a situation where I had to scrub. Y'all got kids, right? Yes, yes, 12 and 14 years old, which which they do help some, but it's all me. It's all me, and I I got really good at scrubbing mustard out of grout. It's gone the, oh, on the backsplash, brother. It's all oh over. Oh, boy. Um, yep, I can see these conversations happening. Yeah, so it was – and we keep a pretty tidy house. Um, so it wasn't um, a great situation. But so fast forward a little bit further. We got into striplings, um, and I'm still working full-time at this for the, uh, for the telecommunications company. Um, at the time, I'm the um, operations manager. That means I handle any type of operations that come through for the wireless division of this certain company. Um, I was over Atlanta, Montgomery, and Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was pretty, pretty tough to do um, that and really go full bore on the side. But I was able to maintain just being in striplings. Um, they ordered enough cases where I had some nice little spending money on the side. It yeah. was it was good. It was, it a was good, profitable. profitable. Profitable side gig. Profitable side gig. Oh, it was life, is cool. life is good. Life is good. Okay, yeah. Then Halloween of 2022 <laughs> rolls around, and I get uh, I get a call from uh, a director who wasn't even my boss at the time, and said, "Hey, can I can you come back to the warehouse?" Uh, and I knew that wouldn't that, that don't happen very often. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> well, my my company, who I'd only been with for about five months at the time, 
huge company too, uh, decided to shut down all three of my markets. Um, they actually shut down every market um, east of Houston to Jacksonville. Holy cow. Oh, man, it was – I don't know if it was inflation that was beating them up or something, but they and, they and just, you left a great job. I left to it, take this job exactly. with more of a startup department of what they were building. Correct. They, yeah, it was basically a a situation where I got pulled over uh, to to run these these three markets. I actually got pulled over to run the Atlanta market, but then they threw Montgomery and Tallahassee on me. Um, but I had left a good, pretty stable job with a great, great company to do it because I got more money. It yeah. was more opportunity for a little bit more autonomy. Um, so that's what I liked. Uh, you know, I got to make decisions on sales, things like that. So it was a, it, it looked like a good move. The company was a $6 billion company owned by an $18 billion conglomerate. Sounds like it was a no brainer oh. move. You never would dream they would shut right. the entire operation down. After five months. Jeez. I figured that if things weren't going well after a year, yeah, okay. I could see that. Sure. Yeah. Well, so Halloween, that comes around. Well, I had just signed with a co-packer, um, which if, if, if people don't know what a co-packer is, it's someone who's going to make your sauce for you. They sign an NDA with you. So, um, but it's a good, good partner that I had. Um, they, they make, they were actually going to source everything for me. They were going to bottle it, label it. So basically so you I'm, don't have to provide ingredients. You right. don't have to provide bottles. It's, you it was you say, Hey, I need a thousand cases. And they say, we'll call you yep. when it's ready. Absolutely. That, well, I can't imagine how happy that made your wife. It made her very happy. <laughs> and luckily, we had plenty of garage space because, again, we keep a, keep a tidy house so things were cleaned up. Um, but so I was actually scheduled to pick up my first bit of supply on um, the 2nd of November. Okay. So they fire me, fire me late off, however you want to say it, on Halloween. Two days later, I'm picking up my supply. Man, that's yeah. like... Definitely, like tells you, that's meant to be. It's there. meant to be. It's meant to be. So I started hustling. Um, and <laughs> You're like, I gotta. I, I was like, I better, I better get moving. I did better you, get moving. So did you think for a second I gotta find another W two job, or were you like, hey, I'm gonna commit to trying to to drive this business for X amount of time? Or? So I knew, I knew that I had enough of my own. Um, well, you know, my own investment money to put in mm -hmm. to where I could last for a little bit, okay. um, assuming nothing happens. And yeah. my goal was to go through the holidays and see where I'm at come okay. January 1st. Okay. Um, so I'm already in this one strip wings. So you're I, in, you're in one, one store. You're in one, November 2nd, you got one no store. income all of a sudden, yes. and you're in one store. And I assume you just had to write a pretty decent check to a co-packer. Yes, yes, I did. And I <laughs> and I had that budgeted, so I was like, okay, okay. that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and throw that in there because okay. I, I was making good money doing this other stuff. So <laughs> right. the agreement's there, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ready to roll. Um, and yeah, so one store as of November 2nd, um, fast forward to today, um, I'm at, at now in 33 stores throughout the state of Georgia. Oh, my God. We're two and a half months, yeah. three months in, and you were from one store. You got in one store over 20 years. Yeah. You got yeah. in another 32 in, yes. in two and a half months. That's right. Oh, my um, God. And it's, it's, it's really blown up as soon as people taste it. 
Um, they, they really seem to like it. I've got, um, you know, I've actually developed a new flavor, which has kind of jumped. Um, it's, it's not going to overtake the original as the best seller, but it's, pre- it's getting pretty close to it. Um, so it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun ride. Uh, you know, I, I'm never going to say that I won't get back into the, the rat race at W2, but, sure. man, I sure am having fun. Heck, yeah. Um, and it's paying the bills. So it's, I'm going to keep pushing as hard as I can. Um, you know, it, it's, I learn something brand new every single day. I bet so. I got so many questions that I'm (laughs) super excited to dive into because I don't, how do you, I guess, how do you even get into a store? Like, I, how do you get to the decision maker? How do they decide? How do they decide how much? How do you figure out how much to order? Educate me a little bit on what is step number, why did you get in the store number two and how did that happen? So, store number two, um, I, I, I'll tell you the first thing I did was I joined this organization called Georgia Grown. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I've been with them. They do some they, organic stuff. Yes. My dad's an organic farmer, and I know Georgia Grown through some stuff he's done for years with them. And they have a great network, and they'll list every store that's part of Georgia Grown. I was like, well, that's my na- that's my niche. Let me go after those. Let me Heck see what yeah. Georgia Grown has. So I just I I found leads um, and would call Which them up. Which I guess gives you a common theme of something to talk about right. too. You got some icebreaker of you, you all, you're both in Georgia grown. That's right. Yeah. And they, and they like to sell only a lot of them like to sell only Georgia grown products, okay. which helps a bunch. Oh, heck yeah. It's awesome. And it's a great organization. They yeah. give you the, they help you out as much as you need help with. I haven't really leaned on them other than those looking on the website and finding leads. Yeah. Um, but then I'll, you know, take that. I'll find out who a contact is via email. I'll shoot them an email and, most of them don't even reply, but it gets it in their head that I'm stopping by. And so when I stop by and I'll say, hey, you know, I, I, I emailed you. So you beat the streets. I, mean, I you, hit them, buddy. You, <laughs> I mean, it, I hit them. You just show up at, yeah. their, at their store. That's right. And it's like, hey, I'm James. I emailed you. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I uh, you know, it's a... It's funny because I grabbed another buddy of mine, Chris Miller, uh, who has been, he was my first friend when I moved to Georgia in 1988, right? <laughs> so this guy's been, he went to high school with me, went to, we well, we went to elementary, middle, high school, and college together. Mm-hmm. We were roommates in college, um, but he was in between jobs. He's in medical sales, and for some reason, seems like he takes like six months off every 18 months. I don't know why he does it, but that's what he likes yeah, to do. He's got it figured out. He's got it figured out. He's yeah. And he's single, so he, you know, he he's, but he's in sales. Yeah. And he's like, well, let me ride with you. And I and he knew we were going back to Valdosta. I went to Valdosta State, so he was like, I'd love to go back to our hometown, you know, to our college <laughs> town. Turn the road trip. So we turned the road trip, and it was fun, um, you know. But he was, he, we went into the first store. Um, let's see, what was the... Actually, before we went on this road trip, I had actually sold to three other stores just on my own, just small, close stores, um, Mansfield, Social Circle, um, and Grayson, things around my area. But then when we hit the road trip, um, we went and hit up a place called Carol's Sausage in Ashburn, Uh um, and we're rolling down there. and we hit those guys up, and he was like, oh, yeah, I remember the email, you know. I remember you emailing me, and we go in, and, and he ends up buying multiple cases. He really liked the sauce. They have a big, huge sauce section. 
You, and you take like little samples. Oh, in I there. take you, bottles you, in there. You take with, bottle. with little one ounce cups and a little spoon. And if they wanted, if they wanted, scoop it out with a spoon, they can, or they can shoot it like a shot. I don't care. <laughs> However you want to do it. Um, some of these places that I go will have lunch ready, and if they have a lunch crowd in there, because I try to get there around eleven ish. If they have a lunch crowd in there, then I can start. You know, hey, try some of this sauce on the side. You know, blah blah blah. And once the the customers start jumping it, then the oh, the store, the store is like, well, I gotta have sale. this. I gotta have this. Um, but so my buddy would, Chris would would be like, man, after that first store, he's like, this is awesome. I love selling stuff that people want. You see, you're not getting told no. No, this is not like a no. numbers game. One out of every ten. No, it's. I'm gonna get a sale. I, so out of every hundred, it, I'll get ten. So customers. I've, I've had out of, I've, I've probably gone into forty stores. Let's just make it round forty stores. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I have had, I've had one person or one store tell me that uh, I'm too expensive. I don't care. That's fine. If, if that's, sure. Maybe that's not for their clientele, and that's yeah. fine. And eventually, maybe I'll be cheaper. But right now, I, yeah, I have to be where I have to You don't want to compete on the commodity level. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. So, And then I had another store that wouldn't even taste it. And so I knew I wouldn't get, I knew I wouldn't get those. Um, so out of the 40 that I've hit, 33 I've sold to, and then another five or want Man. me to follow All up. right, so this is super interesting because I feel like everything I understand about, let's say, grocery store retail sales mm-hmm. or store retail sales, you're competing with the big boys. You're competing with Heinz. You're competing for shelf space. Like, everything I see on TV, everything I read is Somewhat. Like, this is the hardest thing to tap into. Yes. Because, A, you, obviously you can't compete on price to somebody doing oh, yeah. 100,000 bottles a month. Right. Um, you can't compete if on shelf space if they're requiring a store to carry so much of their product or right. they're requiring minimum orders, and obviously everybody wants ketchup and wants Heinz, yeah. so there's some deal there. So did you find that's the case at all or not really? So I just I, thought this was like way harder than anything to well, get into because of some of those things I hear and see and read about. So truth, truth be told, I, I haven't hit grocery stores okay. on purpose because I, I don't, I can't mass produce what I would need to to be able to cut them a deal. If yeah. that makes sense. So you so, found your market in the stripling side. Stripling, general stores, meat markets, yeah. butcher shops. Um, Which is where people are going and willing to pay yeah, more for willing stuff. To pay it's more quality. For it's local. It's right. Yeah. It's a small batch barbecue. I don't That's use smart. a bunch of junk in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's it's. I, I'm not a sweet baby raise, right? I can't. <laughs> I can't make a 32 ounce bottle and sell it for four bucks. I just can't do it. Um, so it, it's a, it's a situation where I'm. I, I get my niche i find i find out where i go i let guys taste it i mean look you're if you want a if you want a pound of hamburger yeah you may go to you may go to kroger right you may go to Publix, wherever but if you want a good you know marbleized ribeye you're going to go to a striplings you're going to go to a bees meats in lagrange you're going to go to you know Carol's sausage to get quality sausage in Ashburn. You're going to go to these places. And you don't want to put a $3 sauce on a $10 sausage. If you're going to pay for the quality meat, you're willing to be paying for the quality sausage. You're willing to spend a little bit more. Did you, backing up a little bit, Mm -hmm. did you have the nightmare 
initial co-packer issues where the product's wrong mm. or the bottle suck or yes. they really screw up the first thousand gallons of this stuff. Yes, like, I did. So, <laughs> so, and without, I'm not going to give away all my ingredients, but Worcestershire is in it. Worcestershire okay. sauce is in yeah. it. The first batch that I got, and I'm when I say the first batch, they made, I had, at the time, I had four flavors they were producing. Mm-hmm. And out of all four of the flavors, I got around 30 cases each. Okay. Right? So not huge, but, uh, but enough. Yeah, enough. that's a pretty sizable. All of them had, had so had <laughs> basically, I think it was like 12 times too much Worcestershire in it. So the well, sauces they just, were like they just black. black. Yes. yes. And I was like, you oh. immediately knew. Oh. And let me tell you, so so I had to get rid of them. They took care of me so well. They, they're like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. We just messed up on a calculation. We, they got it fixed immediately. No way. Yeah, okay. Real quick. Now, right. it was a few days, um, but obviously because they, they had to do it. Um, but they fixed it quick. They're they're just been great people to deal with. Man, that's good. Then okay. it's been good, yeah. and they're local. But I was providing sauce for a fundraiser for uh, Hope One Thirty Nine House. Oh yeah, which is Russ's Russ is connected. Right? Russ's yeah. wife. So obviously, yeah. Russ got me involved, which was awesome. Um, and somehow, the case that I wanted to give them was a case of the old stuff and I had thought that I'd thrown it away. <laughs> right? So so I went and took it over to somebody's house. I was like, here, here's the case for one thirty nine house. Didn't look in it or anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so then my my twelve year old daughter, they they used a bunch of the uh, a bunch of the friends' kids to work it, right? It yeah. was really cool that, you know, it was they just basically were serving food during the during the fundraiser. Um, my 12-year-old goes, Daddy, something is off. I was like, what are you talking? And it's chaos now. I hear people in the background, you know, just getting food to all these. I mean, there's 500 people there. Oh, geez. And he was going to put a thing of my sauce on each table. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Well, she goes, it's off. She goes, we got some of the old batch. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm already running late. We get about halfway there, do a U-turn, head back to the house. <laughs> Pick up another case, and I mean, I'm passing people on Hog Mountain Road. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, you're flying. Oh, I'm flying. Like emergency if, sauce delivery. Oh my gosh, I almost turned on the flashers, but my wife wouldn't let me. I was like, "We'll get past everything if we do that," but she wouldn't let me. Uh, and so then I get the sauce out to them. But yes, so so there has been issues. Um, yeah. They got fixed immediately. I, it, I I've really got a great relationship with with my co-packer. It was so. Oh, it's that's- a. It's Phen- good. Phenomenal. It helps. Man, talking about all this stuff, even the the things that have gone wrong in the process, you're like smiling and laughing. <laughs> you seem like this has been like amazing. Like you're just loving this. I do love it. it. It's not, you're not having to pull up at the stores and sit in the car and like slap yourself in the face <laughs> and give yourself a motivational talk to go in and sell something. Well, and you're- tr- truth be told, I did listen to Kirby Smart's pregame speech before I went and sold it the other day. A buddy sent it. So you're getting amped up Oh a my bit. God. Yeah. I was like, man, let's go, Kirby. That's a good idea. Let's like go. <laughs> yeah. So, I love it. So, man. no, I don't normally have to, you know, pull the old Dwight Schrute and turn on some headbanging music and start banging on the back of the chair. I don't have to do that. Um, it's fun. I love it. All right. So, for our audience out there listening, fortunately or unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't get pushed in the position to where, hey, I just 
lost my W-2 job, my safety net, I got to go hump it and figure yeah. out how to get in all these stores. Um, do you think if, if that hadn't happened, you would have eventually put in this much grind and hustle or you would have phased out and left your job? Or do you think this thing would have never took off? Like it has? So that's a great question. And I'll, I'll answer it like this. I would have, my goal was always to eventually move into it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, get word of mouth a lot slower than I was, than I am now. Right? Yeah. Um, Why would it have been slower? It, financially or just because time I, or worry time, or fear? Time. Or, okay. I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm extremely, extremely dedicated to my family. I'm, yeah. I'm dedicated to them. Um, it's I do not want to miss one. Both of my both of my girls are stud athletes, and they play a lot of basketball. And uh-huh. I don't want to miss one game. Okay. Um, yeah. I, they also play volleyball. I got another one that plays soccer and swims, and I don't want to miss them. So working a W two job and then going on the road to sell it's just not barbecue happen. sauce. There's just no way. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Now eventually, when I got to a point to where. You know, I had 30 years in the industry or something. Yeah, I would look into it harder and, and, and you know, retire and start pushing this. Yep. Um, but honestly, once I got into that first striplings um, and it got to a situation where it was a high demand type deal. And, I, you know, we are in Oconee County. And it says Oconee on the bottle, and and uh, uh, us folks that live in Oconee County are very proud that we live in Oconee. <laughs> That's County. an understatement. Yeah, it's, it's we love it. I, I don't care. I love it. I love it. best move. Hey, I'm not trying to be a tourist uh, tourism guide here, but best move I ever made for my family was to move, move to Oconee. County. County. All right, uh, and I've hey. heard that from so many people. Heck so. yeah, I agree. But anyway, so it so it so that helped, but but. Once I saw that, it started. I started kind of leaning towards. Okay, maybe, maybe I can do this a little bit. Maybe I can, I can push a little bit harder. You know, maybe I can sacrifice things to to do this. Well, then God was like, "Well, you're not going to sacrifice much because guess what? You're about to get camped. <laughs> That's right. We're so, about we're about to pull the rug out from under you, and you got to sink or swim, right? Here. So I, I looked at it as a sign. My wife didn't necessarily look at it as a I sign. I bet not. That's uh, and she works her butt off too. She's a she's a teacher. She's a fifth grade teacher, so she she works hard too. And it's, um, you know, she's she's uh, she's a saint to, to put up with me and to put up with the stuff that I do and. Um, you know, the, the loud mouth that I tend to be sometimes. And, <laughs> you know, I, it, it's, she, she's a, she's a saint. So, it, so she's extremely supportive. She pushes my sauce to her teacher friends. So it's, it's been good. You got her out there pedaling oh, and hustling. hustling. Yeah, yes. I love it. She What's been the hardest part to this point? Well, the hardest part is, is determining is is to separating yourself from the business and when i say that when i say that i've still got bills i still got bills as being the the i don't want i'm not the breadwinner because my wife makes good money too but being the one who makes the majority of the money it it was i still have those bills they didn't go anywhere i still got car payments i still got a mortgage so at, at what point do I say, okay, I can only take this much out to pay myself as an employee compared to I need this cash flow right here to help run the business? Yeah, you're having to balance, which is very hard to do, the emotional, personal needs 
right. versus the necessary business needs for growth and right. future long-term strategy. Right. Yeah, that's what, tough. Without without bringing on a partner or an investor. Yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a one-man show. Yeah. Um, and I I love hustling. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I love it. I can tell. I mean, I love it, man. <laughs> you can tell, man. It's it's <laughs> awesome rolling in, and they're like, "Oh, there's the Oconee Gold guy." And, you know, it's it's I'm like, "What's up?" You know, "How you doing?" No, but, <laughs> You know, it's it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, but at the same time, it, it's serious. You gotta, you have to. It's really serious. I mean, it's really yeah. serious. It's uh, I've got kids to support. They're gonna have to go to college. Um, you know, we're in a we're in a situation where I don't want to dip into savings. I want to uh-huh. keep going with what I have and just build and build and build. Now, eventually, would I take on a partner? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just we'll kind of see, see where, how it goes. Speaking of that, what is what's twenty twenty three hold for Oconee Gold? What, what's what's the goals? What's the trajectory? What's in store as we move through this so, year? So, so my goal has always been to get into a certain amount of stores before I start hitting big boys. Okay, uh, I want to be able to to go and tell. Hey, I'm in a hundred stores. Oh yeah, proof of concept. Yes. It's working. I'm getting reorders or demands it. there. Yeah. Um, and also, once I get into a certain amount of stores, I can, I can pay that back to my customers, my customers who have supported me mm-hmm. by paying what they're paying for a bottle. I'd love to drop it. I'd love to, to decrease my price. I can't right now. Yeah. I'd love to, um, but that's that's the goal. So so my goal in my head is I have a number of stores I want to get into, and I'm going to keep that to myself, but I have a number of stores that I want to get into, and then I'm going to start hitting the big boys. And this is all you yes. boots on the ground, right. showing up with a trunk full of barbecue sauce. Oh, always, and baby. <laughs> hey, I promise you, I got that sauce in that truck. You want some, just holler. And this is like a TV show, I feel like, in the making. This hey, is... come on, man. You got a camera right there. Let's go. That's, that's exactly right. I, I love it, man. That's so freaking cool. And just awesome to hear how you just, like, dove in and said, you know what, this is my chance to – to see what happens and yeah. I don't go through the holidays and which is a tough time. It's holidays tough. are when people are busy. They they're too busy to buy anything or yep. pay attention to anything. And so the fact that you were able to just build and grow this thing so much uh, over a, a short period of time and during the holiday time, man, oh, that's yeah. super <laughs> awesome. I assume you're wearing all the hats. You're 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 handling the financial and accounting piece. That mm-hmm. you're handling the the distribution, the orders, the answering emails, the everything along the way, the marketing. You're yep. you're you're doing it all. Yeah, and I am and and out of all the things that you mentioned, the hardest pieces is, is and you're good at it, but the social media aspect. Uh yeah. You yep. have to be a presence. Um the barbecue the bar- barbecue community, you know, makes their cuts their teeth on the fact that they they produce beautiful looking stuff. Yep. I mean, they get a close up of all the spices and the sauce and everything that are on your ribs. And so so I'm I'm teaching myself how to do that because yeah, I've been on social media, but it's usually to wish somebody a happy birthday, right? That's a, that's about it. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to figure out this this piece of it the the without having to bring someone on. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of funny. I I talked to um I've got some some buddies that are that are you know, big dogs in the barbecue community. And, and I'm like, Hey, you know, you guys always put out great social content or uh, media content on your social media. How, 
you know, how do you do it? How do you have time? He's like, oh, well, we have five people that do that for us. I'm like, ah, I need to get there. Yeah. But I'm not there. Yep. So um, it's a grassroots tour, man, and I'm going to keep hustling like it. It's fun. Um, at the same time, I, I do what I do when I want to do it. So, um, you know. Man, the freedom. And it's awesome. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of stress and a lot of things you're learning and yeah. challenges, along, obstacles along the way, but the freedom and it's being great. able to have control of your financial situation, of yeah. your time, man, it's a, that's the great thing about entrepreneurship. It's, it's pretty a, cool. It'll kill you if you're not careful, but, the, but <laughs> the, the rewards are there. Um, you talk about the social media side. Man, I, I, I learn every day. I, I've really tried to adopt it and dive in. And for my industry, it's pretty rare. See, mm -hmm. I'm on the opposite side. For you, right. it's expected and beautiful layouts and yeah. table placements and food and stuff and all sorts of cool things. For, for my industry, I saw it as an opportunity of, for some reason, I just like doing it. It's kind of fun and I like learning new stuff. But but it's for a really conservative, introverted-based industry. Like, yep. I'm like, hey, this is where I can stand out. Right. But it's, man, I, I just never dreamed how time-consuming social media crazy. from a business or from a branding standpoint is. I mean, it a, a, a two-minute or one-minute video or a couple photos, like so much time gets spent around that and so much time around that uh, process of trying to build that from a business and a brand and, and just understanding it's just slow. It's playing the long game. We had... Uh, a week ago, we had uh, a couple of social media experts on the podcast here, um, Liz McShane and Lauren Chandler. Lauren's an influencer, and Liz owns a social media company okay. that, that does things for businesses. And, and both of them just kind of reiterated, like, consistency. That's your most important mm -hmm. thing. Like, if you don't do anything else, ignore perfection and be consistent. Consistent content around what you're doing and what you're producing. Well, and that's that's what I've tried to do. So a lot of a lot of my social media posts are just pictures. They're yeah. just but one thing I like to do and people seem to have liked it is I let them follow me on my journey. Um, yeah. Every time See behind I, the curtain. Oh, yeah. Yes. Every time I get into a store, it's got a picture yes. of my ugly mug pointing up at the up at the sign. Uh, all right, so, so before we met last week to talk about, hey, structure and taxes and all of these things as it's growing, I had no idea you had phased out of your W-2 job in November. Right. I had no idea all this was happening. All I started seeing is on social media, it, but it was like every day. Yeah. You're like pointing up at a sign at a store. You're in a parking lot. It was, I mean, it was, yeah, Ashburn, Valdosta, Cordial. Bacon, Cordial. You know, you were just popping up. I'm like, what is going on? Like, man, James is everywhere. And so uh, that's, uh, man, you're doing, you're making it really fun. And it, yeah. it's fun to say, I don't know that I've seen anybody smile more and as big as you do in those pictures and some of those situations. So it's hey, awesome. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm making money, bro. That's why I'm smiling. <laughs> Come on. Come on. My car payment's that getting is, paid. That is, yeah, that is exactly right. I love it. All right. You have been through a lot. Mm -hmm. You have learned a lot. You are in the thick of it now. As right. you continue to scale and grow, you're going to learn more. There's so many <clears throat> entrepreneurs and business owners out there that's trying to figure things out also. that's they're, they're trying to learn. They're on an island. I feel like for a lot of us who has a little bit of experience or we're going through things, uh, you know, anything we can learn or absorb that saves us time or money, mm -hmm. we're all for. And that brings us to our max out moment in the podcast. 
for the Max Out moment, we want to give our listeners, our audience, the other entrepreneurs, business owners out there, what is one tip, one takeaway that they can get value out of that'll help them get stronger in their life or their business that they can go implement or do or think about or put in place this weekend? What would you deliver as a Max Out moment for somebody? Well, I'll tell you that it's something I always give my girls advice on, and it's take advantage of your opportunities. If an opportunity presents itself, take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you um, meet somebody who's like, hey, man, I know so-and-so over at such-and-such. You know, why don't you give them a call? I, I get my notes thing in my phone and uh, my notes app, and I put it on there, and I give them a call. Because worst thing they're going to do is say no. I've been told no plenty of times. I mean, I didn't have a real right girl- back where you started. I didn't have a real girlfriend until I was a junior in high school. So I got told no a lot, <laughs> right? So that's my point. I, take advantage of your opportunities. It, you're gonna, you're not going to lose. You don't lose anything by being told no. Yep, I agree. Um, you know, and a lot of times, if you have a good product, which I, you know, I'm biased, but I feel I do. Oh, I can. I you, you do, but you I'm I telling you, I good. went into it like. With doubts, yeah. with like very honestly, very little interest in dude. I was sold after yeah. one day. But but you have a good product, it's easy to sell. And yeah. then and then you go in there and be friendly. You know, yep. you don't you know, you're gonna have people that are not friendly to you a lot. A lot. Be friendly back to them. It, there's nothing wrong with with wearing a smile on your face and and you know they may be having a, a bad day, but if you can make them smile or laugh, that helps with sales too, believe it or not. Heck yeah, absolutely, man. People want to be around other people that are positive or in a good mood. Right. I think that 100% reflects in your business. I love the max out moment around take advantage of opportunities. I, I heard somebody say one time, everybody gets lucky. The successful people know how to grab it and take that's advantage right. of it when it happens. And that's, I think, kind of to the tune of your max out moment of taking advantage of opportunity or when it falls, right. don't, don't let it slip by. Man, this has been so much fun. <laughs> this is awesome. We're going to circle back and in about six months, we're going to do this uh, again. And we're, we're going to talk about where you're at and what's happening at that point. And okay. it, we're going to follow up and have more fun. For now, where can people find you at? Where do they follow you? How do they connect? So uh, you go to the website if you want to try to order anything. And that's um, OconeyGoldBBQSauce.com. Um, you can also follow me. And I, yeah, I feel like a teenager. Follow me on Instagram. But follow me on Instagram at at Oconee Gold, um, and then you can get me up on Facebook, Oconee Gold BBQ Sauce. Um, it's, it's you know, I answer every stinking email I get. I answer every text I get. I am ridiculous with my follow-up, but my follow-up is what get, keeps my hustle alive. Man, that's awesome. I highly encourage all of you to connect, follow. It is so much fun to watch, and, and I'm telling you, just buy some sauce. You will not regret it. <laughs> and it, it I, I got to tell, I have five flavors. I didn't Let's even do it. Up. Let's gotta, do it. Tell I me about the original. flavors. I don't even. I, I don't even know that I want to try anything else yes. because I don't even know it can compete with the original. Well, but tell us about it anyway. All right. So original, I, I call my sauce a sweet mustard-based Georgia sauce. Georgia doesn't necessarily have a signature sauce. Let's let's make Oconee Gold the Georgia signature sauce. That's all I'm saying. But I have that's a, not a small goal at all. You're going to be a no. state barbecue sauce. Yeah. So. 
I have uh, original. I've got spicy, which has got a cayenne pepper in it. Jalapeno, which speaks for itself. It's got jalapeno. I've got my OG wingy. Um, I call it wingy. I'm a huge Chris Farley fan. He's from, you know, if you've ever seen Tommy Boy, he says, Tommy wants wingy. But that's where that comes from. Um, it's a straight-up <laughs> buffalo sauce. And then I've got my newest one, which is the OG white gold. And um, that's a – it's a my take on a white sauce. You'll notice it's it's pretty golden color, but – it's a it's a great white sauce, um, and then if you go on my website, um, you can find the um, uh, OG Habanero. I don't sell that in stores. I just don't sell enough of it. But the people that love it love it, and they're continuously buying it. So I always have some supply of that too. So awesome. Well, there you go, everybody. You've you've heard it here of all the different flavors. You've heard my testimony, which uh, hey, I'm proof that this stuff is legit and it's going to go big. So go out there this weekend, take advantage of opportunity, and we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you, Chad. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us. Uh, on our website at strongerbusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day, and we'll see you next week.